This week, Allberg runs out of steam, Ric Flair enters the women's Royal Rumble match, and Roman isn't going to get that deposit back on that golf cart. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Nelson Press. My name is Brandon Patrick. I'm here with my co-host, Peter O'Brien. Make sure you subscribe to the Full Nelson Press on YouTube and find our audio feed on any podcast app. Pete, it's Royal Rumble time. How you doing, bud? Dude, it was really, really crazy. We haven't been on it forever. It's, we took like a little month of a break, and now we're back at it again. We got Rumble. Uh, we're going to be coming up soon with uh, AEW's pay-per-views coming up in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We got an NXT pay-per-view. Like, I think we're going to be doing the show almost every other week for yeah, the rest of the year. You know what, cool. though? I was okay with the break. I was yeah. completely fine. Wrestling sucks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there he is. There's the Pete I miss. So let, let's start this year off with a banger. And uh, Royal Rumble. Rumble in the jungle. Let's get right into the kickoff show, yep. which was the Asuka and Charlotte Flair versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the women tag team titles. None of these women should be competing for this title, but nope. here we are. Nope, it was stupid. The whole match was done because Sasha Banks had to defend her title in a match against Carmella, right? Asuka right. had to defend her tag title, but not like her championship, which is dumb when you give a champion a tag belt because they won't keep the Iconics together. It, it was pointless. And I don't want Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax anymore because it, the chemistry there is just not. It's mm-hmm. gone. The whole Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair, and Lacey Evans thing. Let's talk about this. What is this? Is Lacey this is Evans weird. a heel? Because wasn't she trying to empower women to be strong? Like They're doing it wrong. If anything, when Charlotte came back, she should have came back with Lacey. They should have made that the tag team. They should have been champions. And having this whole flair thing happen between the two makes more sense than having Asuka and Charlotte, who have never been friends on WWE TV at all, just automatically automatically just become tag champions that just doesn't make sense you could have done that so much differently and then asuka defends her title instead of having asuka who is holding two women's belts on the kickoff show of the first pay-per-view of 2021 asuka gets no respect and it's so stupid like then they'll be like well we gave her a title but you don't do anything with asuka as a champion and that's where people get frustrated same thing Mm. with sasha banks Like, luckily, she, and spoiler alert, is a winner and is defending her title now. You could have had Lacey and Charlotte come back as a tag team. You could have called them the Blonde Bombers or something. And they could have, like, actually been good together. And then Flair breaks them up and causes a riff. And there you go. You got a match at Mania. Instead of just having to put Asuka on television, it doesn't make any sense. I just gave you a storyline, WWE. It's so much easier than what you guys are doing. Let's go now to Baszler and Nia Jax. Who cares? Right? Why are they champions again? Why is Shayna Baszler not in the women's single? Like, she should be challenging for a title. Same with uh, Destruction of Nia. She's just going to hurt someone. Like, have them do something else. You could have the Riot Squad going after that. I think it should just go to a different show. Put it on NXT. They have a ton of women down there. Give it to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Give it to them. You have so many women that could easily form an awesome women's tag division. But you break up the Iconics. You throw stupid people together that make no, no sense. And the Riot Squad is just chilling. I'm like, I hope they get it because they should. They're a tag team. 
You need to have a tag team. You had Lana and Natalia working together. Why is that not a thing? Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, I just, I, that whole kickoff show, I was just like, this is stupid. The whole thing about like divas and, uh, you know, the whole diva era was everyone was like, we were always getting tag matches. And it just feels like now giving the tag titles just gives you more an excuse to group the women together and give them short tag team matches yep. like they used to complain about. But now you could just say, oh, but it's for a title now. It's more important. It, it's it not. Literally it's the feels same like amount that. of TV time. It's the same women who are cycling in and out for tag titles. And how the women think it's okay when they work so hard to actually get like a mainstay on WrestleMania like they've changed the women's division so much but then it just feels like when they are on a roll they just knock them down a couple pegs absolutely the iconics are so good they were so good together and yeah if you want to push peyton royce as a singles competitor keep billy k there because another <laughs> right? spoiler alert we'll get we to saw we'll this get girl can shine as a manager slash commentator slash distractor and kill it and be fine with it and if she has to get into the ring she can because she's good congratulations women you now have turned the divas title into three separate titles but now they're all still being used in one match so it doesn't really matter so hey now that we're all heated up let's move off of the kickoff show and get into the actual match our actual pay-per-view the first match of the night drew mcintyre Puts his title on the line against Bill Dadberg. Goldberg coming out in shorts, which is weird, but appropriate. We all held our breath when Goldberg kicked out of the spears and shit. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, they're going to do this. They're going to make this move and take the belt off of Drew. And luckily, Drew McIntyre won. And it shouldn't even have been close. Drew McIntyre should have just annihilated Goldberg. And that should have been the swan song for Goldberg. You really want to be beneficial, Goldberg? Put over McIntyre. You really didn't put him over that well. Mm -mm, No, you hugged him. That's all you did. Why didn't you just kind of look at him and just take off your gloves or something and hand it to him and be like, I'm done. What I love is that on the kickoff table, they have everyone say like, I think Goldberg's going to win this, but if the match goes over seven minutes, I don't know. Like, really? You think the guy has seven minutes of stamina in the ring and that's it? And it's, But it's funny because when you watch the match, as soon as they hit the seven minute mark, the commentators immediately are like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, Goldberg's not doing so good. And it's like, well, yeah, because the dude can only do seven minutes of effort and then he's done. It's over. It was scary. Thank God Drew won. And then the mm. other part, I was like sitting there, I'm like, is he going to be in the men's rumble? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, though, that start was fine. I yeah. just wish Goldberg would have allowed McIntyre to be put over more. Because for some reason... Roman Reigns is being billed as this unstoppable chief table eater. And Drew McIntyre took out Lesnar. He's taken out Orton twice. He's taken out Lashley. He's taken out... Has he? Ta- I'm pretty sure he's taken out Rollins. He's literally more powerful de- title defender than Roman Reigns. But right. yet Roman Reigns is getting all the credit. There was your chance, Goldberg, for Drew to just take you out instantly and then be like, this isn't your time anymore, old man. Like, let it be more aggressive and more, like, feeling than just still giving Goldberg those spots. 
I agree. Because, and, and we'll get to the match, but at the beginning of Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, they're like, Roman Reigns has defended this title in an extreme rules match. Well, yeah, against Kevin Owens. He's also defended the title in a steel cage match. Well, yeah, but it was against Kevin Owens. And now he has to defend his title in a last man standing match. Well, it looks like Kevin Owens is... Well, he's in the ring again, yep. so I think well, he's it's Kevin Owens again. Yeah, like, it's Kevin Owens again. It's the same like, guy, and exactly. he defended against Jimmy Uso twice. <laughs> exactly. And none of them had the power of, oh no, this could go away from Drew McIntyre because Mac had to fight Bray and all these guys that you're just like, ugh. And I'm like, I don't want him to lose it yet. Like, he's too good. And he should be billed just as equal, if not more equal, than Roman Reigns. And those two should definitely square off at Mania. The Survivor Series match was awesome. You could say, Pete, it was a big fight feel. Yeah, it actually was. That one, actually, I was just like, oh shit, right. this is sweet. So congratulations to Goldberg. He hugged Drew, but he didn't try kissing him, so I guess that's a plus. We'll move on to the next <laughs> match. Sasha Banks defends her <laughs> SmackDown Women's title against Carmella once again. Um, the only thing really noticeable or really notable about this is uh, Reginald. Uh, Dude, you gotta let it go. Folks, the whole time, Brandon is so mad that Reginald is wearing these pants with no socks. And, like, I, I've been trying to tell him it's the style. No, I wasn't even going to bring BS it up, Pete. No, BS you weren't. The whole time, I'm on this, I'm listening to Brandon. We're watching the show together. Now, where's his socks? Like, where's his socks? It's like, <laughs> dude, turn on a TV. Like, that is the style. That's what guys are wearing now, you dork. Well, call me old-fashioned, Yeah, but you I keep like wearing your Jinko jeans and your Vans shoes. <laughs> Living in 1998. I was, I was going to compliment him on how no, you like, his comedic... No, is, you weren't. How, how, how comedic he is. No, um, you weren't. I like weren't. the chemistry he has with Carmella. <clears throat> if there's one thing I think <clears throat> he could use... It's probably some Hanes socks. I mean, I'm done with it. I'm done <laughs> with this, folks. Could you imagine that outfit? And then this pair of Hanes socks on on those velvet shoes and those nice pants and he's wearing Hanes ankle socks? You know, maybe maybe it's the shoes that are the issue. Oh, maybe you. he needs different kinds of shoes. Oh, I don't know. God. Back to the match. What match? Was there a match? I thought we were only talking about Reggie's sockless <laughs> shoes. Uh, Mella taps. Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> wait to get back to the match. Wrap it up. <laughs> what are you going to do? Did anyone really think Carmella was winning that one? No. I, I didn't. I, I no. think she could be another title holder again, but I didn't yeah, think... Yeah, when she wins the Money in the Bank match again. Shasha Banks needs a long title run. Like, let her have a long one. Oh, it's ending in April. Yeah, I know. All right, so next match is the women's Rumble match. Let's get right into it. Bailey, number this one. This is me clapping, folks. This is me clapping because you know why? The women's Royal Rumble match was fantastic. Yes, me. I just said fantastic to a WWE product. Can you believe it? Right? Yeah. You know what I really liked about this match is there was maybe four legends out of the yep. entire 30 people. And there wasn't a lot of NXT. No. This was all main this was a focus on the main roster. Good for the women's division. They are doing great. So you start off with Bailey. Oh, I don't even want to say it. Who's number two, Pete? Uh, I don't know, folks, but someone if you're gonna feel the There it is. Bring it to the floor. Yeah, so Naomi, number two, she returns. We're giving her a chance. And the best part was is they said she returned. I never knew she left. Yeah, yes, you did. No, We've been I talking didn't. about it this whole time, her whole no. absence. No, I literally thought she was still on the card. 
So so they did, so this is what happened with the give Naomi a chance tweet is oh, that man, she had to come her? onto Twitter. She had to come onto Twitter and be like, "Hey guys, I'm having surgery. That's why I'm not on television right now." Yeah. So she was on absence. Uh so yeah, she comes out, which is fine because Billy Kay just takes over the first half of this entire Billy Royal Kay Rumble. Billy Kay is awesome. I was dying laughing. I don't even know who else ha- like came in during the time she was on commentary. Who, Jillian like, Hall, cares? which I don't remember. Yeah, she like, came out and then became Jillian Billy, so, which was kind of funny. So forgettable, Jillian Hall. Like I don't remember her. Like no, me at me. all. Like at all. She came out singing, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" I remember, like, I kind of remember there was a singing girl, but I, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, Victoria and Tori Wilson return. That was cool. Tori Wilson still looks like she could wrestle, which is crazy. I forgot that she's almost six foot. Yeah. Victoria, I don't think so. I think might be done. The thing about this match was like storylines, like you could see storylines carrying out and you could see things that like that when you watch the rumble, you're like, oh man, that'd be a cool match. And that would be a cool match. Now, will they follow through? Probably not. But a rumble that gives you that sense of feel is doing something right. And it it makes you like get excited. We're like the men, they were squaring off in the ring. And I'm like, seen it, seen it, seen it. I agree with you because I think that's where WWE needs to test their waters. Yes. When we have Bobby Lashley and Big E stand off and everyone's like, holy shit. That's where you're like, that should be a fucking feud. And I agree with you. We didn't have, I don't think we really had that moment at all with a good face off between um, kind of trying to set up something or try to plant the seed with something in the women's rumble. However, it was extremely entertaining. I loved it from beginning to end. But then my pick, Miss Bianca Belair, comes out third, which I was like, oh no, that's way too early. That's way too early. Told you this girl can carry. She's one of the best in the ring by far. She's up there with Charlotte. I, I'll literally put her there. She's more athletic than almost every other girl on the roster. She's really, really good in the ring. Becky Lynch was good, but I wouldn't put her as elite. Like, I I thought her matches had more of the story part than the actual match part. Like, Becky Lynch knows how to do that part, and I think that she needs, uh, Bianca Belair needs to learn that. But, like, the fact that we got down to the final three of Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley... And Bianca Belair that you were just like, oh my god. Right. This is awesome. Plus the fact Rhea Ripley almost killed Dana Brooke. That girl (laughs) power picked her up with one arm and just power slid over the rope and basically power bombed her on the side. And I was like, oh, Dana. Flair comes out with Lacey Evans again. Yeah. And it was like, is he entering the rumble? And then Lacey comes out in the robe. I mean, what is your tactic, Lacey? I don't know. And like the whole aspect, I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't get what I'm watching here. Right. Another notable thing is Natalia comes out at 30 and no one gives a single fuck. It's not any fault to Natalia, but eh. mm, could you have done somebody else there? Yeah. Anybody else? Hell, Ember Moon would have been cooler. Well, she was in the Rumble, just not at 30. Beller wins. There's no uh, Be- no Becky Lynch. Which is fine. Which was, I was surprised by it. I was I fine wasn't. with it, too. I think she's still doing mom stuff. Maybe. I think she should have entered the r- men's Rumble under the man. <sighs> that would have been great. Nope. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, uh, Bianca Belair. I would be disappointed if she's not taking on Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd be, I'm down with that view. But who do you have for Asuka at WrestleMania? I think Asuka, Asuka, I think Charlotte? they need to get rid of that belt. There's no point of it anymore. Like, mm. literally, it's just as important as the Intercontinental belt. There's no importance to that belt anymore. 
anymore. I see Asuka losing it at, at Extreme Rule or at Elimination Chamber. To who though? It's going to Charlotte. Whatever. The belt is pointless. Well, they trade hands. One year one's relevant, and the other year the other one's relevant. You know, the one has to take a back seat every fucking time, which sucks when you have two shows. You need to make relevance out of belts because who cares? Like Biggie's the Intercontinental Title holder. Who cares? Like right. he doesn't defend it. When he does, it's going to be on Friday Night SmackDown, and there's no like making it feel like it's Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental. Like I hate to do. I I always try to like. Yeah, it was in the past. It was in the past. But the one thing the past got right is that the card was deep, and it wasn't because they had better wrestlers. It was because the storylines. For each belt to move up to the title made those people relevant. Sami Zayn is still not relevant, and he's had the Intercontinental twice. Miz was a champ holder. He's now whatever. Like, no one cares. The other thing is, like, put some effort into the belt. Exactly. How many times do you and I have to... And and when I write the show, I have to Google which one is the Universal and which one is the WWE Champion. I can't remember it because I don't know which color is what strap. If I asked you... Uh, like fucking 15 years ago who's which one is the universe undisputed champion and which one was the world champion you would know yeah. because you can look at them why do the smackdown and raw women's titles and the universal and wwe titles look exactly the same if you want me to give a shit about either one of them being a different division or a different show they should all four look significantly different from each other yes and, and like i said make them relevant have a ladder match have like a tournament for a number one contender do something to make these belts at the mid-tier feel important and actually have real defenses at pay-per-views. But then that leads into the other aspect of why these aren't working and we're getting burnt out of the same matches. There's too many pay-per-views. They just need to like scale back, build stars, let it organically get bigger, and they will do so much better. That's just my view on it. I agree. If you want to do a show every month, then that means that one show has to skip out. You have to go back to Raw and SmackDown share, not sharing pay-per-views. Yeah. Because then you can give a 60-day burn on a storyline that I could be invested in. When Bianca Belair won, I was like, oh my god, they're actually behind her. But to be honest, what has Bianca Belair done on the main roster before the Rumble, except for last Rumble when she killed it? She's good in the ring, but I, I mean, I picked her to win because I wanted her too but the fact that they pulled the trigger on her when what has she really done on the roster since the other she was gone for a while she came out and helped uh the street profits for a little bit she was gone again she's mostly just been walking around in the backstage that's what i'm saying like they don't imagine if she was like someone like really on the screen and then want it and you're like oh man like this is real you know, but then you just sit there and you realize they have their favorites and they're not going to they're not going to promote anymore and they just keep complaining about all the marks online saying, "Well, we can't please anybody." Well, you're not going to please anybody, but the least you could do is build some stars so like you could actually be back in the day, I was a big Tatanka fan, and when he had the Intercontinental belt, like I was like, this is awesome. Like he's got the right. belt. Just a couple of years ago when it was Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, Eddie Guerrero, like you had people and they were really fighting for the stars. IC title and putting on five star matches yep. defending that title. That's what I want again. I don't want to see the Miz be the IC champion ever again. And just walk around and do distraction finishes. You're literally showing how much you don't care about these belts except for mm-hmm. really 
really the one Roman Reigns is holding. I mean, Drew McIntyre is a close second, but even there's there's times where you're like, what? That's it? All right. So let's get into Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Uh, this is just your typical last man standing match. They walk around. They uh, they leave the thunder, but stay in the dome. They just kind of walk around, show us catering. Is anyone else like over last man standing matches? There's nothing about them at all. And the parallels between what AEW has been doing and WWE has been doing in this match with yep. the whole the the spot with Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara and the backstage match they had where it looked very similar to what they did with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Sammy Guevara getting hit by a golf cart. Except golf Sammy cart, Guevara. Yeah, like a lot of it is just suspiciously way too similar. And I know like wrestling has certain tropes and certain things you do, but like this is just way too similar for me to be like, how did you not? not watch AEW and be like, we could do that too. Exactly. And it, how could you throw it on there and then make people think like, oh no, like I've never seen that before. Yeah, we did. We just saw it. Sammy Guevara and Kevin Owens both killed it on that golf cart spot though. I loved it. Let's give it up to give a shout out to Kevin Owens for just falling off stuff for 30 minutes. Yeah, during Kevin this Owens again takes all the bumps. He goes through the, the LED board on the set. And you have like this intensity, He's which is cool, certified and now. you hear the cussing, which I thought was good, and WWE needs to let that go a little more. But oh my god, that finish, brutal. You know the trickiness to a handcuff. The key is this small. <laughs> Why do that? It's a tiny ass key trying to get a tiny ass hole underneath a scaffolding, and you think they can willy nilly do that in 10 seconds? So you get rid of the one ref, that's fine, completely on board with it. Then the other ref comes out, starts counting, which one, why didn't he start at eight? It's a last man standing match. He should have started Resumed where the guy the stopped. Count. Okay. Two, he sees it's wrong and he clearly sees it. He's on TV and he goes, and like has this look <laughs> on his face and then just walks away to go tend to Kevin Owens. No, no, you keep counting. I don't give a shit if they can't get the handcuffed off. Right. And if they lose, if Reigns loses the title and you're scrambling in the back, that who cares? At least let the title go to Kevin Owens like that more organically than the crap they did. Because that right. was terrible. You've already insulted our intelligence. Yes. By Paul Heyman show up out of nowhere with a key. Why does he have a handcuff key in his pocket? Yeah. It would make more sense to me for two reasons, more practical and more logical. Why didn't he show up with a bolt cutter and just break the chain instead of using a fucking key? If you want to lock him up and do all that shit, fine. But I would believe it more that you found a bolt cutters laying around in the Thunderdome than being like, oh, I forgot about that S&M party I was at last night. Here's some keys in my pocket. Yeah, why are you walking around with keys there, Paul? And yeah, what's going on, Polly? Dangerously, take a handcuff that has like a hinge that's a little looser, and have Roman Reigns just break it. Exactly. Or have a weaker pair of handcuffs. Why yeah. are you doing law enforcement handcuffs? It's right? not wrestling's not real. But you, the least you could do is make our imagination work instead of just being like, okay, well, well, the ref lost count. No, you guys are stupid. <laughs> That was stupid, and we didn't oh, fall for it, and then he just gets up and chokes Kevin Owens out. Right, just salt on the wound. Why is Kevin Owens dazed for that long? He's the one that cuffed Roman Reigns, and then what? He just was tired? Exactly. It was a mess. 
It was such a mess. I feel like there was more of a finish they wanted to do, but they took so much time on trying to get him out of the fucking handcuffs. They're just like, ah, uh, headlock. And he's he's done. At least, uh, Roman Reigns could have at least got on his feet and squatted down. Yeah. Dude, think. Your, your show is almost improvisation. Yes, you do have a script to follow, but, oh shit, I'm not going to be able to get these handcuffs off. This guy's counting. So get on your feet and squat and hold your hands down there and then have Kevin Owens kick you again and then you can restart the count. Right, because the chain was pretty long. It wasn't like a super short chain that he mm. was just really stuck there. He, it looked like he was. you had a fake struggle there at some points. Yeah, the whole thing. So walking into WrestleMania, who do you think Roman Reigns is taking on? To be honest, I don't know. I, I honestly this year can sit back and be like, I have no idea what the WrestleMania card is going to look like. I have no like, I wish exactly. I wish I could give you more i can't let's get right into the rumble which is pretty much the edge and orton show oh my god this match was not a good rumble no and it's not even like the crowd thing because you could tell that you could still do a good rumble just 40 minutes earlier with the women's everything about this rumble just sucked the only good thing about it was Bobby Lashley and Big E, which was five seconds of an hour-long thing. First of all, Carlito, cool your jets. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. My awesome. Bad. My bad. Andy, it sucks. The whole Edge Orton thing went on too long. Two, WWE, stop doing the fake injury and he's going to the back to be attended and then come out later. You've done it enough. As soon as they cut to him in the locker room, I knew it was a work. Yeah, it took too long. and We right. didn't care. And then people are coming out, but yet the camera is on Randy Orton limping. Right, because it's Orton and Edge come out. Who's number three? Yeah, and then Sami Zayn comes out straight out of the puzzle game Jumanji. He looks exactly like Robin Williams. He's so <laughs> red. Like, he's sitting there going, Aah! and there's a lion. But they focus right back on Edge. And, and then Orton. they go right back to Edge and Orton. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing. I, I don't hate Edge. But the thing with the women, what they did was there was other people that you're like, they're close. Are they going to move with them? Where the men's roster is set so poor that you know your stars are AJ Styles, and now Edge is back, Orton. Rollins was even an afterthought. Yeah, Rollins was just almost like whatever. And I was hoping Rollins would have won. Fucking Dominic Mysterio shows up and then just leaves. One, Carlito was there. Awesome. Two, Hurricane Helms. We can stop. We're done. Stop bringing Hurricane Helms back. That's like three years straight. All three companies. Just, TNA, we're done. AEW, WWE. Stop bringing back the Hurricane. I understand you want a comedic entrance. Whatever. But at least give him some time on the mic because he, he probably could be counted as like a manager. Exactly. But stop putting him in the ring. We also forgot our truth showed up at the Women's Rumble. Oh, said, that's right. Oh, my bad. Alicia Fox became 24 champion. Wrong Rumble. You know, he, gets, he loses his belt of Fox or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't come out to the men's, which, God... Use him again. Right? You weren't even a number then. Like, yeah. well, how does that make sense? I love the fact Carlito is there. Like, I do. I keep going back to Carlito. Carlito was really cool. I loved that a lot. He should have gotten more time. He could be back. Then we hit the switch. Christian comes out. And here's uh. where you could have made Mania. Christian should have turned on Edge after that hug. Throw him out. You have a match for Mania. Christian just gets out of the ring. He eliminates himself. Just looks back at Edge. Leaves. And there you go. If Christian's back for one more match, one more match against Edge at WrestleMania, I am completely sold. What would have made that even better is as soon as Christian threw Orton and Edge both over at the same time, he turns around and got broke kicked and Sheamus is the winner. Sheamus versus McIntyre should have been the match at WrestleMania. Here's the thing with Edge and Orton. They don't need the Rumble for you to justify a match at WrestleMania for them. And I hate to say it, 
the world's greatest wrestling match wasn't the world's greatest wrestling match, so what makes us believe the next one's going to be good? Right. Match number three is going to be the best one. Like, I'd rather watch Cesaro take on Roman Reigns. I'd rather watch Big E take on Roman Reigns. I'd rather watch Cesaro take on Drew McIntyre. I'd rather watch all these other guys who are better in the ring that you don't get a chance to see because we got to watch Orton and Edge over and over again. It was just old. Same with Braun Strowman. He comes in at 30, throws out a fuck ton of people, and then he's just like, see you guys in the next Battle Royale. But what's the point of a Braun Strowman when you just have neutered him so bad? Like, you made this guy the monster among men, but he loses in some of the worst ticky-tack matches we've ever seen. And you're just like, ugh. So it's going to be Edge gets to choose who he's going to face at WrestleMania. As of right now, he gets to choose between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. But it's pretty obvious that it's going to be Edge and Orton at WrestleMania. So that means someone's losing their title at Elimination Chamber. So that way these two can have a match they were already going to have. And it's probably going to be Drew. We forgot to talk about this. Almost yanking Big E out of the ring. That dude is a tower. And he just grabs Big E, yanks him down. And this is where you could have made Big E a star. Why didn't he put him through a table? Why did Big E just walk away? Dude, your title hopes just got taken away by someone just standing on the side and you just let it go. If you want to build Big E, why did you just let him walk away? Like, I was baffled by that. And I was just like, there's another missed opportunity. Huge missed opportunity. opportunity. I don't know if they're trying to set them up between these two Uh, or if it's going to be Big E versus AJ Styles maybe at Mania. I'll, you know what? The really the important thing really is that Rey Mysterio grew his eye back. Let's talk about that too. Rey Mysterio's eyes fine. There's poor story writing. Also, Orton's burns are gone. Excuse yeah. me? Miz comes out and takes out uh, the DJ's equipment for no reason. Like there was so much nonsense. It in was this. so dumb. And Bad Bunny, no one cares. The other thing. Reason number 682 on why this match there was poor planning. Keith Lee. Nowhere. Uh, Alistair Black. Nowhere. Adam Cole. Nowhere. Balor. Nowhere. Murphy. Nowhere. You have these guys you've been putting on TV. And pushing regularly. Except for Keith Lee. Keith Lee is the most baffling story to me by far. It is He's hot literally. And cold. It's just it's whatever not even mood hot. Vince is in. It's, it's cold and lukewarm. Oof. You go from being squared up against Brock Lesnar last year at the Rumble. And literally, Lesnar put him over. He's like, oh, this guy's big. And like, he ended up, they exchanged for a little bit. Like, if it wasn't for Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre wouldn't have been able to get into the ring. Like, then he's nothing. And you just sit there and you're like, what just happened to Keith Lee? And now he's not even in the Rumble. Exactly. Rey Mysterio got that spot. And his son, Dominic, got it. Jeff Hardy got a spot over... Adam Cole. Braun Strowman got a spot over Alistair and Black. There, there like, was just wasted opportunities. Hurricane Helms took one of those spots. There's so many wasted spots that this that's why the men's match did not flow the way the women's did. And that's why the women's was far and away better. They used uh, Mustafa Ali gets gets used, but they don't let Retribution come out to help kind of keep him in the ring. Yeah. Like, there's just failed opportunities after failed opportunities. God, Retribution. It comes down to the Roman Reigns, uh, the Ro- it comes down to the Royal Rumble match being just about Edge and Orton, and everything else is just a side product. 
And WWE gets mad at people complaining about their product, but yet I think I just wrote like four storylines and I'm not even a creative writer. Right. We just rewrote every match. And if some writer for WWE sat me down and goes, oh yeah, so what are you going to do next? I'll be like, what do you want? You want me to keep going? I could write you a story (laughs) for five years. I just think Edge was put in like a no-win situation winning that because like you got your people who really like him. You got your people who are just like us who are like you could add Sheamus versus McIntyre I would have been hyped about because Sheamus is good. Sheamus and McIntyre would have put on a hard-hitting match. Or can we literally just get Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns again? Like I want that match. I want that match. I think what happens is, and I think the pattern is that every time someone wins the Men's Royal Rumble, they should have won the previous year. Edge should have won last year. Yep. Drew McIntyre should have won the year before that. Shinsuke Nakamura should have won the year before that. They're always a year late on who wins the Rumble. Yeah. So that is the Royal Rumble, Pete. We laughed, we cried, we complained a lot. Well, okay. I just wanted people to know that's the frustrating part I see with the men's division, but also that's the frustrating part I see with the women's division. And I want WWE to flourish again. I want it to be exciting and fun and we get these cool moments. But WWE is obviously showing that, one, they're afraid of losing viewers. So, hey, Edge and Orton are starting off. Remember, they're a rival. No, you should have had Orton out there and then, boom, Edge. Way bigger pop. There's things that they're just holding back for some reason and i just don't understand it let's let's get into that too because wwe network is moving to peacock wwe just re-signed with fox over the last year they're now with usa they're moving nxt to a different night on usa wwe is no longer a audience built get the crowd in there sell the merchandise company anymore wwe is a television deal a media conglomerate that's what it is now and it's no longer what the wwe fans like who's going to be showing up who's cheering and booing it's how many people are still going to be tuning in every week and how many people can we or what companies can we convince more money to get out of to be on their networks yeah but 1.6 million viewers for raw when it used to be like eight or nine or hell even four or five they're struggling and you do not want to have just as many viewers as AEW is starting to like roll in on a consistent basis. Right. And your main demographic of the people you want to pull in, if you want to take notes, don't take the golf carts. Take the wins and the losses. Exactly. Take the mid-card buildup for future stars and keep fresh matches. That's why people are going to AEW more than WWE. That's their struggle. I think it's going to be more eye-opening once the whole the, when COVID the pandemic starts to wean out and we start getting to the point where live crowds are going to be start coming back in. WWE is starting to put all their chips into being television shows where AW is all about community. It's yep. all about if people want to stream on their Twitch and 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 the, you know wrestling fans are upset what WWE is doing, they're going to find out why they're upset and do the opposite. They're going to be the people who are going to start outselling crowds because they're going to be the ones ones who are going to try to accommodate to the wrestling fans in the community. You're 100% right. Well, hey, man, uh, let's get into our duds and studs. I'm going to go with dud. I went with the entire men's locker room because everything the Rumble was just about the veterans because it's it's just putting over the safe option to WWE. It's not putting over, you know, someone that you could really a workhorse or someone who's been there every week. It's it's being comfortable with the the names that you've been using for years. I I mean like I almost was going to say my dud was going to be the whole Men's Royal Rumble, but I I think that's unfair cuz there was also some good spots in it. But I'm only with Bill Goldberg. Like it was a dud when he came out. 
it, the match was a dud. It's just when you get to the point and you're just like, dude, just walk away, man. And I don't care if WWE offers you a contract. Do something in the back to train these people to get them in the height that you were. Right. And like, do something more to help the current roster grow. I, and I know it's probably Vince saying, like, we'll put butts in seats and blah, blah, blah. Goldberg just needs to stop showing up. There's no aura there anymore. There's no allure. He was looking up to McIntyre. And if McIntyre <laughs> is staring at Goldberg, he's way bigger than Goldberg right now. Right. Like, he's exactly. huge. I mean, also, Drew is fucking stacked. Yeah. Goldberg looks like a tough dude. But, <laughs> I mean, compared to Drew McIntyre, come on. Yeah. Gravity has an effect. I'm not hating on the men's rumble because, like I said, there are good spots, folks. There were good things, but the fact that they just put so much into Edge and Orton when there were other things such as Christian that was almost overshadowed. Yeah, they hugged in the ring. Whoop. Neat. Christian should have thrown Edge out right there. I would have been more hooked. I don't I don't care about them reuniting. I want bad blood. I want a match that has fire. And like not like Bray Wyatt's extent. I don't need someone dying again. Right. Also, Kane was in it for no reason. Right. We didn't even talk about the fact that Alexa Bliss came out as little girl Alexa Bliss and was about to change and Rhea Ripley's like, nope, just threw her out. <laughs> So I hope maybe like Rhea Ripley's on the main roster and her first target is Alexa Bliss like or something. Great, Do perfect. something cool yes. with that. That'd be neat. Stud of the week? I'm going Bianca Belair. How can you not? Like okay. number three, she lasted. She's a new star. Glad they're finally giving her a chance. Yes. Okay. All right. I went with Billy Kay. I almost did. I do not regret my decision. I almost did. Billy Kay was an idol. Billy Kay didn't even last halfway through the Rumble, and I'm still fucking talking I about her. I want her on commentary. I don't want her wrestling. Like, I, that's nothing against her wrestling because I know she's really no. good. Either put her back with the Iconics, put the Iconics back together. Peyton Royce is another girl who should be in a singles run. She is right. also one of the most polished women wrestlers out there, but yet we got to put her with Lacey Evans randomly. But that's the thing. We talk about it all the time. Why can the Iconics not have single runs right now? Exactly. What rule is going on right now that two women who are in a tag team, one of them just can't get a singles push and the other one can just hang out with her? That's still TV time for the other one. It's a stupid idiot in the back that runs the women's division. <laughs> right. New Day had their singles runs. Like, why, why can't the Iconics have a singles run? Oh, because Peyton Royce, we think she's the, she's the, uh, how do I say this? Better one? Like, no, you, you just, <laughs> like, listen, they're good. They were over. Right. They were hated. People laughed. But yet, if they got in the ring and did their moves together, you're like, oh my God, they're actually really good in the ring. When they did their special move in their finishing move, it was awkward at the Rumble because they weren't on the same page. Yeah, but like remember the when they were a team? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man, that is the Full Nelson Press. We're not even going to rate the show. What do you, you want to give it? B. You want to give it a B? I'll give it a B. Like, okay. The women's match was great. I, You know, Sasha Banks and Carmella did put on a decent match. I'm not going to lie there. And Kevin Owens and Reigns was entertaining until that terrible botch job. Like I said, the men's, it wasn't awesome. Like, I would have flipped the men's and women's around. 
And I think the men's would have not have hit me so hard. And I think we would have been like, oh my God, the show was great because it ended with Bianca Belair. Right. Pacing was different. They normally open and close with a rumble match. And this year they, they didn't do that when they have the men and women. So I will, I'm going to give it. Actually, I'll B give minus. It a, Put a minus up there. I was just going to give it a B minus. No. B minus is what I'll give it. We'll do that. All right. Now it's the end. Hey, now we're done. Episode uh, 94. If you enjoyed our witty banner, witty banter on sports entertainment, search the phone. I'll suppress on Instagram. Instagram at Facebook or find us on Twitter at TFMP. You can find myself at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango and Pete here is at MVP 360. Pete, what you been playing? Well, as you can see, I'm now a pirate because I've been playing Sea of Thieves and this is my chest of gold. It has three coins in it and I'll steal your money. Also, I keep looking. <laughs> I keep looking for this island called Booty Island, and I can't find it yet. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to make the perfect pork chop. Dude, you can, folks. Brandon burnt down our boat trying to make pork chop. I was trying to cook up a pork chop, and then I then we needed to get somewhere, so I forgot about it. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone just runs down to the bottom of the boat and was like, "Hey, there's a fire!" And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, my pork chop!" And I was looking at the map, so I hear this crackling noise. I'm like, "What is that?" I hear crackling. Sizzling some good pork chop our other pirate he goes oh my god there's a fire down here i'm like ah put it out and then i went back to the map thinking the fire would go away nope i was trying to use buckets of water and it was doing nothing i'm telling you what folks sea of thieves is worth a chance especially if you get a group actually you should play it only with people playing it solo isn't fun but oh my god it's a blast and i've been playing rogue company because the new season drops this week all right well hey go watch some wrestling yeah bet Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.